0: In this podcast series, we will explore all aspects of finding, applying for, and succeeding in an apprenticeship. Through talking to experts and current apprentices from a variety of industries, we will help you explore your future apprenticeship options.
1: In this episode, I spoke to Lucy, who is currently doing her apprenticeship with Morgan Sindel Construction. We spoke about why the apprenticeship route appealed to her, her current project working on Norwich Castle, and her ambitions in her career. As with all our conversations in this series, our interviews are recorded remotely, so you might hear some background, office and working from home noises. Don't forget to check out the Take Your Place resource website at takeyourplace.ac.uk slash resources for more university and apprenticeship information. I'm joined today by Lucy, who is currently in her second year of doing a trainee site manager apprenticeship with Morgan Sindel. Thank you so much for joining me today, Lucy. Could you start by telling me about your position and what you're currently working
2: on? So um, as you said, my name's Lucy. I'm a trainee site manager. So I am currently working on Norwich Castle Project, which is very exciting. Usually at Morgan Sindel, we do quite a lot of schools and council jobs. So this one's a little bit different, which is quite fun to be working on. So in terms of what I kind of do site management as just being the main point of contact on site for everyone, um, organising the health and safety, organising subcontractors, liaising with the client, and that kind of thing. As part of my apprenticeship as well, I'm also part of a six-month rotation, so I also get experience in commercial, engineering, planning, design management, and that kind of thing. I've been doing it for a year currently, just going into my second year, and I'll have a construction uh, management degree at the end.
1: Brilliant, thank you. Let's go back a little bit. Could you tell us about how you first became interested in an apprenticeship and what was your route from gcscs through to your position now
2: yep so i went uh, to university technical college norfolk and they have a lot of community engagement with businesses so they actually talk quite a lot about apprenticeships right through from year 10 so i was quite fortunate in that i knew about it quite early on so i i'm quite lucky that my school was very supportive in that we also had a careers advisor and she told me about them so I knew I wanted to go into construction in some form. I wasn't completely sure. And I did the Arkwright Scholarship, which is an engineering scholarship. And Helen Clements, who actually works for Morgan Sindel, interviewed me, which then led on to work experience. So when I did my A-levels, we had one day a week, which was a non-contact day to use to either study or do work experience. So throughout my A-levels, I did work experience at three different construction companies, and they all offered me a degree apprenticeship at the end. So that was really good.
1: Could you tell us a little bit about how you first became interested in construction? was there someone at home who kind of encouraged you or was it something you've always been interested in?
2: Well there was uh, two family friends that I met and they at the moment are going all around the world obviously not during coronavirus but they have been going around the world where there's been natural disasters and help rebuilding communities and that kind of thing and so that volunteering aspect of it really really interested me and then because I went to an engineering college I was thinking about how I could combine the two things so I really liked engineering and I really liked the idea of traveling and so working on sites and As I said, uh, helping rebuild communities seemed like a really, really good option for me.
1: There's so many jobs in the construction and engineering sector. What type of thing would you like to do in your career and how will what you're working on now help with this?
2: Yeah, as I said before, I want to travel and go where there's been natural disasters and help rebuild communities and rebuild houses and that kind of thing. So that is kind of my side goal, but also in my career in site management in particular, when I complete my degree apprenticeship, I will be um, an assistant site manager. And that then enables me to carry on that route to site management, potentially contract management and project management. So there's a lot of scope in what I'm doing. And I can go as far as as I want really in that I could stop at site manager, but I'd quite like to go to potentially contracts manager and manage
1: more than one site. Cool. That's really good. Thank you for sharing. So when you started applying for this apprenticeship, where did you look to find vacancies? And what type of questions did you have to answer in the application?
2: So I went to I Can Beer, which is a website and you can look at lots of different companies on there who have vacancies at the time and also the government website for apprenticeships as well. In terms of questions in applications, it's usually about what experience you've got. So actually your actual grades are quite a small part of what they want to know in the application. So obviously as your grades, but also your experience, if you do have any work experience, your qualities and obviously why you would like the job, because a job is much more than just the money side of things it's about you need to be interested in it and have some kind of passion for it so whether that's something that perhaps you do outside of school as well so for example if you're going for a job at mechanics if you say oh I've been like tinkering with cars since I was young and they see that you've got a passion for it so they're the kind of things that they really want to know about.
1: So your application was successful and you were invited to an interview. How did that process work?
2: So they just got in contact with me and said that they liked my application. So it had gone from over 100 candidates to then I think about five of us were interviewed. So obviously they congratulated me for getting that far, and then invited me to interview. So there was a project manager and one of the commercial people as well who actually did the interview. But... I think interview prep is the biggest thing. So obviously knowing the role, what's going to actually, what what you'll be doing, because they're going to ask you about that. But more importantly, what qualities they are looking for within that role. So if you're going into a management role, it's all well and good saying, oh, I'm going to be managing people. But it's about how your leadership skills, whether you're good at talking to people, that kind of thing, how that all fits within the role. Obviously knowing about the company and their values, because you can then demonstrate that to them in your answers as well. So for example, Morgan Sindel, one of our philosophies is challenging the status So in my interview, I think I talked about how I would do things a little bit differently, perhaps to other people and that kind of thing. So it's just about understanding the drivers for the company, their values, and you can then demonstrate to them that you appreciate these and know those as well.
1: So you've already mentioned the Castle project, which sounds really cool could you tell us a little bit about what you do in a typical week
2: yep so it's pretty crazy on site usually um so on a monday you turn up to site normally on a friday you've talked about the works that are going to be going on in the next week so everyone kind of knows what they're going to be doing but my day usually starts with inductions so perhaps new people that have got to site getting those inducted making sure they knew all of the emergency procedures and stuff organizing subcontractor works so people coming in making sure they know what they're doing meetings with the designers and client they often happen every other week at the moment so the principal designer client, the contract administrator, everyone has a big meeting to talk about what's happening on site and like program and that kind of thing. Quality inspection, so the actual work that's happening, is it up to standard as per specification? A couple of things I've done that have been a little bit different. We have a tower crane on site. So I've been doing my tower crane rescue training, which is abseiling off the side of a tower crane and other training like fire marshal, first aid course, all that kind of thing. So it's literally different things every week. I could be abseiling off a tower crane one week And doing first aid another week. It's always a little bit different. And then one day a week, at the moment it's on a Tuesday, I have my uni day. So last year I went to, at the moment I'm doing my level four, so I was going to Bedford to do my level four one day a week. But this year we're remote, obviously, because of coronavirus. So at the moment I'm doing that from home. And then from next year I'll be doing one day a week still to complete my level six.
1: So historically, construction can be quite a male dominated sector. How have you found this? And what would you say to other women who are considering this career?
2: I was definitely nervous about this. And when I first went to it, I had this big stigma in my head that, you know, everyone's going to be wolf whistling you, no one's going to take you seriously. But actually, once I got on site and and had my work experience I realized that it's just it's not like that anymore especially with people like Morgan Sindall they crack down on anything that isn't right I actually haven't had any issues which is really really nice I am completely equal to everyone else on site my view is taken into consideration I'm respected people listen to me so I think to other women who are considering a career in construction just go for it because It is completely different how it was however many years ago in the 60s or whatever. This big stigma that you have around it probably isn't even the case anymore. So definitely just give it a go because you'll actually be quite surprised like I was.
1: A huge benefit of doing an apprenticeship is that you get to earn a salary as you train. How have you found this?
2: This has been a massive benefit to me. Like Doing uni is great. You've got your your student loan and everything. It's not like you're taking a massive hit at once, but you are still paying for that for years to come. But obviously with an apprenticeship, not only do you not have to pay for your degree but you're also earning a salary so I'm actually in the position now at 19 where I'm starting to buy my first house which is obviously a great position to be in while I'm still at uni because if you're living off a student loan and that kind of thing there's no way you can save for a house and that kind of thing and I've also got a company car so I'm really really fortunate that I'm in a position where I can buy a house and it's yeah, put me in a really, really good position. And it's also set up a career as well where I'm kind of guaranteed a job at the end of it. So it does put you in a really, really good position.
1: In terms of your placement, how is your time split between studying at college or university and being on placement?
2: I mentioned it before, I do one day a week. So the course that I'm on, everyone is either part-time or doing an apprenticeship. So we're all there on the same day at college. So it can be tricky with balancing because obviously you do have the one day a week, but that's just your lectures. You then have your assignments on top of that. So it can be tricky if you're not motivated enough to do your assignments on top of your work as well. But it is is definitely beneficial. And also the work that you're doing complements your assignments and vice versa. So things that you're learning at uni, you can apply at work and things you're learning at work, you can apply to the assignments. So as long as you're motivated enough to do the assignments, perhaps on the odd evening or weekend, then you can get a good balance.
1: Thank you so much for joining me today, Lucy. Before we finish, do you have any top tips for anyone looking to go into construction or engineering?
2: Yeah, definitely. Not just for construction even, but generally, LinkedIn has been a massive thing for me. So for those of you that don't know, what LinkedIn is it's kind of like Facebook but for businesses and people in a professional environment so I'm on there and I'm connected to people in my company other construction companies it just means that you are perhaps not even if you're looking for a job somewhere else people are posting all the time about different ways to do things and it just gives you some fresh insights but also if you are just at college coming out of A-levels or whatever if you've been making those connections during it then people are often posting about work experience opportunities placements apprenticeships. Friendships, it all goes on there so it's really good to be connected to lots of different people because you then get your name out there and that kind of thing and being proactive so like for example when I was doing my A-levels if I hadn't have taken my non-contact day and reached out to companies and done work experience then I wouldn't have been in a position where I'd been offered three degree friendships that I could choose from at the end of year 13 so not only does it get you a foot in the door but it also gives you a chance to build your network and keep your options open for the future as well so it's just about being proactive putting your name out there getting as much work experience as you can and yeah building
1: your network fantastic thank you so much lucy thank you
0: thank you for listening and don't forget to subscribe to our future podcast at soundcloud.com slash take your place or on your favorite podcasting app you can also find us on instagram where we are at take your place underscore on twitter at take and on Facebook at facebook.com slash takeyourplacehe forward slash. You can also email us with any questions, requests, or just let us know what you think on info at takeyourplace.ac.uk.